Two cases before the Supreme Court this coming week have the potential to reshape anti-discrimination laws and federal elections nationwide. One case on Monday poses the question of whether a website designer in Colorado can refuse to create a wedding website for a same-sex couple despite state law prohibiting discrimination based on sexual orientation. The other case being heard on Wednesday asks whether the U.S. Constitution gives absolute power beyond the reach of state courts and other laws to a state legislature to regulate federal elections. John Yang is here and joins us now for a closer look. It's good to see you. Great to be here, Jeff. So let's start with this Colorado case, which centers on a dispute involving this website business owner, Lori Smith. She, want, she wanted to expand her business to include wedding websites, but she says she opposes same-sex marriage on religious grounds, doesn't want to create websites for same-sex couples. Colorado law says she can't do it. You spoke with Lori Smith and the Colorado AG. What did they tell you? Well, the key to Lori Smith's argument is that she sees herself as an artist. She says that these websites that she designs are unique, each one different. This is not a template that she creates, just sort of plug and play. And so she says that as an artist, the government cannot compel her to convey a message she doesn't want to convey. It's never about the person requesting it. There are some messages I can't create no matter who requests them. And the government does not have the right to compel and force an artist to create custom artwork that goes against their deeply held beliefs, whether those beliefs are the same as mine or different. It does not have the right to do so. But on the other hand, Colorado Attorney General uh, Phil Weiser says that they aren't regulating what she produces. They aren't regulating the message of what she produces. They're regulating who can buy it. Anyone, a website creator, a book writer, a baker, can make whatever service product they want to. They then have to sell it to anyone who comes and asks for access to the product or service if they're open to the public. So that's the two conflicting views of this case. The, the justices are going to have to sort out. Well, the Colorado AG mentioned a baker. There was a case back in 2018 of a Colorado baker who didn't want to design wedding cakes for same-sex couples. One would think that that case was settled back then. How is this different? Well, that was a very narrow decision. It was a 7-2 to two decision, but on very narrow grounds. It was on the grounds uh, that the Colorado Civil Rights Commission seemed hostile to the baker's religious beliefs in their proceedings, in their dealings with him. So it was a very narrow, uh, very, very narrow decision. They're hoping the, uh, the, the proponents or the, the, the uh, website designer and her backers are hoping for a broader decision, that this will talk about all cases uh, in, in which people are forced or compelled uh, to, to deliver or sell products to uh, same-sex couples. Well, let's talk about this other case, Moore v. Harper. The Supreme Court will decide whether the North Carolina Supreme Court has the power to strike down the legislature's illegally gerrymandered congressional map for violating North Carolina's constitution. Tell us about that. It sounds really complicated. It's really complicated, but it could be really significant. This is a longstanding fight that's been going on for a while between the, the North Carolina legislature and the, the North Carolina state courts over the redistricting maps. The courts threw them out. They said they violated the state constitution ban against gerrymandering uh, and, the, and actually drew a map on their own. Now, the key to this is the interpretation of a part of the constitution called the elections clause that says that the times, places, and manner of holding elections for senators and representatives shall be prescribed in each state 
by the legislature thereof. The legislature, to the more of this case, is Timothy Moore, the Speaker of the House of the North Carolina House. He says that means the legislature alone can make these decisions, hmm. that they can't be second-guessed, they can't be second-guessed by the courts, they can't be held up against the state constitution. Uh, the opponents uh, uh, on the other side are saying that that is too fine a reading, that legislature doesn't just refer to the House and the Senate, it refers to the all of the state machinations and state government. So bottom line then, if the court sides in favor with the North Carolina Republicans, what effect, what's the implication for federal elections? Lawyers on both sides use the words revolutionary to talk about this. Uh, state constitutional bans on gerrymandering in, st in states like Florida, Ohio, and North Carolina would likely be struck down. Independent redistricting, redistricting commissions in places like Arizona, California, and Michigan would be struck down. And it's important to remember that this is the theory that a lot of uh, the legal advisors to Donald Trump were using right. to say that the legislatures can appoint electors however they want, regardless of the popular vote. So that, legal experts say, would be the next logical step in this argument. John Yang, you have a quite a busy week ahead. <laughs> Thanks for starting it here with us. Thanks, Jeff.